So hello my friends, Devon Lennox here, Photography PX. In today's video, we will review the Tamron 28-75mm DI3 RxD lens. Do know this video will be broken down into sections. You can find the timestamps for the sections we cover in the description below. We were able to get our hands on this lens for review. Thank you, Tamron USA, for sending us this lens for review today. The 24-70mm focal length has been the go-to lens and the jack-of-all-trades in a photographer's arsenal. With this focal length alone, photographers can shoot anything from wide-angle landscapes to portraits or macro photography, and for that reason, it's often the first go-to lens for the level of versatility that it offers. The Tamron 28-75mm DI3 lens is the result of Tamron's bold ambition to pack cutting-edge technology into a compact high-speed zoom lens. Initially released in the summer of 2018, this is their first lens specifically designed for use with Sony mirrorless cameras in their mirrorless E-mount ecosystem, and it's arguably their most important release to date. This lens competes directly with the Zeiss 24-70 f4, but considering this is Tamron's first attempt at Sony mirrorless, can they succeed at such a grandiose ambition? Let's find out. So then, what are the designations Tamron uses? What is DI? What is RxD? Well, first things first, DI stands for Digitally Integrated Design. This term represents a generation of lenses designed for use specifically with a certain subset of cameras. In this case, DI3 lenses are designed and engineered specifically for use with mirrorless cameras. And then what is RxD? RxD stands for Rapid Extra Silent Stepping Drive, which is a new autofocusing motor designed specifically for mirrorless cameras that uses a stepping motor without vibrations or gears. The benefit is that it delivers completely silent autofocusing and is the ideal option for tracking motion or capturing video. At this point, Tamron currently holds two RxD lenses, one of which is the 28-75, the other is the 17-28 f2. Great, so what mounts does this lens support? As we kind of touched on earlier, this lens is specifically designed for the Sony E-mount mirrorless cameras, be they full frame or APS-C formats. And it was designed from the ground up, which allows it to fully take advantage of all the software-based technologies these cameras offer. So let's talk about build quality, construction, and design. Some general specification, this lens opens to an aperture of f2.8 and closes to f22. It uses a 67 millimeter filter thread and weighs 1.2 pounds or 550 grams. One of the most advertised features of this particular lens is its minimum focusing distance. At 28 millimeters, it can focus at 0.19 meters or seven and a half inches, which is perfect for close-up macro work. And at 75 millimeters, it focuses at 0.39 meters or 15.3 inches for close-ups that easily rival true macro lenses. Unlike the competition, this lens doesn't have a fixed focusing distance throughout its entire focal range, which opens a new world of possibilities. Internally, it's constructed of 15 elements in 12 groups. Two elements are used for low dispersion, which reduce chromatic aberrations and fringing, and three are aspherical elements to minimize distortion. This lens also uses a nine-blade circular diaphragm for more rounded bokeh. 
and it features six internal seals throughout the barrel, which provides weather sealing. Tamron has even treated the front element with the B-bar coating to reduce flare and ghosting, and the front element is also treated with fluorine to make it easier to clean and less vulnerable to damage. For autofocus, it uses the RXD motor, which delivers silent autofocusing as we covered before. How is the image quality, however? The images this lens produces are gorgeous, and the lens remains sharp, wide open throughout its entire zoom range. At 75 millimeters, it offers good working distance and an impressive four to one reproduction ratio and three to one at 28 millimeters, which is excellent for macro photography. Overall, the flexibility it provides from a zoom range and a working distance standpoint make it the ideal all-rounder for those looking for a single lens and are more budget conscious. Though it's important to know that this lens does suffer from barrel distortion at the wide end, however, this can be fixed and corrected through most Sony cameras, and it's also fixed through post as well, just a little bit more difficult in video recordings. And also know that the lens does have a noticeable vignette when shot wide open and has minor flaring if shooting in backlit conditions. Otherwise, image quality is fantastic. How about its focusing performance? Autofocusing performance is excellent and incredibly fast. We tested this lens in combination with the Sony A7 and didn't experience any issues with focusing. For video, this lens is part focal, which means it maintains focus even while zooming. And it does have a small amount of focus breathing, but considering this is not a video-centric lens, it's a still-centric lens, this is acceptable. Essentially, focus breathing is when there's magnification that occurs as you are focusing and you're getting close to the minimum focusing distance. It does experience that, but not a huge deal. However, since this lens is designed for Sony E-mount cameras, it supports the full gamut of advanced features they offer. For example, hybrid AF, real-time tracking, IAF, and so on. It's also quite impressive to see this level of compatibility provided by a third-party manufacturer, as this is not always the case. The bokeh rendering is also quite good, though it does have more of an artistic appeal, and whether or not you will like the bokeh of this lens is going to be determined on your taste specifically. Lastly, let's talk about its value and how does it compare to the competition. In the end, this lens strikes a beautiful balance between performance and size and its compact size and lighter weight provide a distinct edge in its favor compared to the competition. The fact that it's lightweight and still manages to provide this level of performance makes it the better option, especially for those who travel often. The only minor limitation is that its focal length does not reach 24 millimeters. This extra four millimeters could be a potential drawback for users that don't already have an accompanying lens in this focal length already but considering the added bulk and weight required to make a 24 mm 2.8 lens, this trade-off is worthwhile. Compared to Sony's flagship 24 to 70 G Master lens, it provides a better proposition as well for those who cannot afford that lens. Considering this lens delivers similar autofocusing speed and sharpness in the center of the frame, it makes for a far better budget-friendly option if you're looking for a zoom lens in this range. But the truth is, comparing this lens directly to the 24-70G Master isn't a fair competition. These lenses are in two different classes, and this isn't the class Tamron aims this lens towards. 
Overall, Tamron has done extraordinarily well to create an excellent all-in-one companion that dominates the market. And there's no question why it's been so popular since its original release. This is easily one of the best lenses you can get for the Sony E-mount platform, hands down. So there you have it, my friends. There is our review of the Tamron 28 to 75 millimeter lens. For more information on this lens, check out our full review at photographypx.com. There you can also find a gallery with a larger subset of images than what we showed in this video review. And you can also find downloadable raw files for your editing pleasure. Thank you for watching today's video. I hope you found the contents of today's video insightful and it added value to you. If you're new here, please consider subscribing if you haven't done so already. Also, leave us a like and a comment in the description down below. Let us know if we overlooked something or we missed something that we covered in today's video. I've been your host, Devon Lennox, photography. Yeah.